Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Inconceivable. 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 Welcome to Inconceivable. I'm William. I'm Alex. And I'm Wesley. And we are your Revengers. I don't think that's a very good name. Yeah, well, it's a quote, so whatever. I don't care. Well, so was mine. <laughs> what was your quote? <laughs> no. Clearly. Anywho. Let's move no, on no, from what, that. What, what, <laughs> about the quote from last time? Just like to say... Um, these, you guys saw Thor to, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we did, yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I haven't jumped on that yet. You have to watch it, it's really good. I know. Get on that. So yeah. we'll talk about it probably next episode. Yeah, that well, could, that could be something yeah. we do in the future. We have a lot of good stuff coming up though, because there's Punisher, there's a lot of good stuff. Thor. I know there's something else I just don't remember. Oh, yeah, Star Wars. But you Star know, We'll talk about Did you that already later. say Punisher? I already said Punisher, yeah, okay. of course. Because on that same day, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Which we already talked about. We did, the Star but it's coming. And also, coming. Not, uh, let's not forget Justice League. And Justice League. This month. this month is going to be crazy. So crazy. You guys are going to get a review on Justice League from me. I would hope so. Yeah, I'm probably going to see it, it wasn't three me. or four times this weekend, <laughs> or the weekend that it comes out. Alright. Who wants uh, to start? Um, I can start if you guys want. Yeah, go for it. Alright, um, so Wesley and I Gary, watched... Gary, what? Gary's crying. Oh yeah, we're going to flip Gary oh, the Gary. Time Goblin. I'm sorry, we have to flip Gary Poor first. Gary, he was just left ignored. There, he's, Excuse me. He's all set now. Alright, um, so... He's not going to forgive you for that. <laughs> well, he's a time He's thing. a time goblin. I'm I don't not worried care. about his forgiveness. I'm not worried about a goblin. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we watched Stranger Things 2, Wesley and mm-hmm. I, a little mm-hmm. while back, and um, I wanted to talk about that. I also watched it. You watched some of it, but then again... I most yeah, of it. but Alex watched... and I like binge-watched the no, I know. whole thing. We watched it on a Saturday. Saturday was our day watched, for that. I watched, watched 75% of it, including mm-hmm. the ending, so yes. that's good enough. I'm going to go back and rewatch both seasons together at some point, but I have the gist of the story. Yes, you yeah, should do that. Because you have not seen all of season one. You've barely no. seen any of season one. I would just like to say, William was a... A huge player in our in our uh, Stranger Things experience. He made us waffles. Oh, that's while we watched. <laughs> we did not have any waffles at the time, and I did not want to go out and buy anything. And we coerced mm. dear William to make us they uh, were pumpkin waffles. Pumpkin waffles. Pumpkin yeah, waffles. Good. It was delicious, and anyway. it felt right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it felt right. <laughs> it just it did. It felt right. It was appropriate. Um, yeah. So Stranger Things too. I I feel like I've been waiting for this for a while. Because originally, when, for, when the first season of Stranger Things was coming out, I didn't really know what to expect. I wasn't expecting that I would like it as much as I did. Mm. And after watching it, I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, this is amazing. It's nostalgic, and it's like a darker version of E.T. or whatever. Um, and it was just really, really cool, and I wanted to get more of that. And they certainly deliver in this season, because it's all the 80s nostalgia, it is the feel that you got from the first season. There's a much darker tone, and you get a lot more um, character development 
for the characters. Mm. It was really cool. Um, and Sean Astin was in it, the guy who played Sam in yeah. Lord of the Rings. Oh I okay. did not know that that was going to happen. I okay, so you want to know something crazy? Sure. Is that literally today, my mom, who was talking to me about Stranger Things, um, told me that. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, dude, this is from Lord of the Rings. But you so watched like, them. You, you, you watched saw it with Bob. Us. You know who my Bob was. My mind was blown. So, like, How? I watched it, right? And I saw that actor. I'm like, yo, he's so familiar. But I just thought he was in some we random movie. We literally said that it. I, yeah. I, we said it so many times. Over over my head. Never, like, I don't understand how that kind of character could just be like. I don't either, William. What's, what do you what's mean? up? Uh, Let's so, explain. Not, not only that, but he's also in The Goonies, which yeah. I never knew. So I had both of those yeah. love revelations was... back to back. And, like. I didn't know what to do. I felt stupid for not knowing that he was in... Actually, the, the creators, um, the Duffer brothers who created Stranger Things, they were hesitant at first to um, to hire him because he oh, was in the Goonies. Right, and so it's they were similar, wondering, like, how, yeah. how is that going to affect this? And are people just going to see like the kid from the Goonies and be like, oh, yeah, yeah he's in another no, movie or He's TV a completely like different that. person now. He yeah. is. I haven't... Actually, I haven't seen the Goonies. Well, we no. need to fix that. I guess That's so. a problem. I know. It's a classic. <laughs> I didn't realize he was I in the Goonies. I understand how you haven't seen it, though. It's a it's a bit... It's like a cult classic. Yeah. And I don't think it's been talked about in a while. No. So, but I, I watched about, it a couple out, times It's been on the limelight for a while, but yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, that was a big deal. Yeah. But it's kind of definitely faded off. Yeah. That was a thing that came back when we were younger, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, if we're going to discuss spoilers, though, we should say so yeah. ahead of time. Spo- uh, spoilers, spoilers, just so you guys know, is a warning because we're going to be going in depth. If you haven't seen Stranger Things two, it's all out. Pause. Go watch, watch it. Watch it. Come back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, Bob. Let's face it. Right from the start, we knew that he wasn't going <laughs> to yeah. last. A- Alex nice. and I pinned it from the first he episode you saw him nice. in. We were just like. We're going to get attached to him, and he's going to die. He's a very <laughs> sweet guy. He's a very oblivious guy. He's not in the loop. He's not mm-hmm. in the... He's a main character, quote-unquote. Well, not only that, but hiring somebody like Sean Astin to play a role in your in your show... It's a pretty is, big deal. Is, it's, it's, a big, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, people know who he is. That alone, casting him, was just asking... For, like, that's that's one of the things that gave it away for me. It was like... I really don't see Something him like being a season here. regular. <laughs> oh man! Season, like every season, something's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, it was also really cool that they had a lot more of characters that we didn't get to see a lot of in the mm. previous season, like Will Byers, because we only mm. saw him in like two yeah. or three scenes. It was nice to and see him. They actually gave him stuff to do when things happened mm-hmm. because of him. Got some and exorcism really cool. stuff going on. It was really dark. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's face it, this season was a lot darker than the first one. I thought the first one oh, was yeah. kind of like oh, yeah. rough to watch, but this one it just took it to a whole nother level, mm-hmm. including Bob's spoiler, Bob's death. That was was dark and unavoidable. Yeah. No, that was definitely avoidable. <laughs> that was like how Unavo- about we not avoidable have one of in those? the show, but outside of the show you knew it was like yeah, we knew, no we knew he was way gonna die, gonna survive. But the manner of his death was totally avoidable. What did you think of what you saw, Will? Because you hadn't seen the first season, so did you really I, know I the saw characters? a few episodes of the first season when you were watching it. Okay. Specifically towards the end. Um and I watched probably seventy five percent of season two because you guys were binging it, and like I started watching it when I like made you guys waffles, and then I skipped out to do some work, and then I came back. So I missed like some of the middle bit, but then came back and like yeah. watched all the end. So like the last five episodes, and uh, yeah, only nine episodes. Was it nine or thirteen? 
There's nine, right? Nine. Yeah, so yeah, I nine. only missed like two or three episodes. Maybe I believe like there were eight or nine for yeah. the first season. So, um, well, you didn't see the first two episodes, though. Cause no, I wa- definitely saw those. Yeah. No, 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 you didn't, because we watched it the day before. We both watched the two uh, first right. episodes. No, but he caught me watching. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Did you watch both of them with me? Well, because I remember Cause seeing I the whole bit night. with them dressing up as the Ghostbusters, and that That's was right. That was yeah. the second episode, I think. Yeah. So he, William, at yeah. least caught the second episode with me. Yeah. The night and before. I, yeah. So, um, I'm fairly familiar with it. I'm going to be hazy with the details, but I have the whole gist of the whole story yeah. Yeah, and the major plot points. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really good, and like the reason why. I, it's like I couldn't not watch it. It was like I would watch this a little bit, and then I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this in this pace, but I'm gonna do it anyways because it's just so good, and yeah. I couldn't not watch it's it. It's really, really. And you guys good. were binging think... it all day, and I would just have to banish myself to my bedroom all day if I wanted to avoid that. And I think just lack of time is why you haven't watched it yet, because no, that's definitely that's something. Exactly. It's definitely something you like. It's, yeah, yeah you would have liked. Basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely towards the winter. I'll have a lot more time to do that stuff. I have a huge list of stuff I need to binge. That being one of them, mm-hmm. um, and I'm looking forward to it now because I really enjoyed uh, season two. Yeah, filling in the the blanks will be fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. and getting a little bit more backstory with season one. But I wasn't, I didn't feel too lost, honestly. I kind of like had because I watched the last episodes of season one. I understood the heaviest plot points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understand like the, the stakes they were up for and how like obviously things are not exactly normal in Stranger Things. In Stranger Things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Hmm. Um, yeah, so, but I, so so someone having a little bit, like, of, of a different perspective on it, I thought it was just, like, so cool and unique, and it definitely had, like, a Goonies vibe to it, which I really loved, but a really high production value. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they used mostly, I think they used mostly practical effects for the first season. They had to do they a did. lot it more was, CG They, they said it one. was 50-50 practical. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty impressive nowadays. Like, 50% practical, 50% otherwise. Um, but yeah, they had to go a lot more on the computer spectrum for mm. the second season. It was one of those things also where I wouldn't say the story had me on edge all the time, but I also couldn't like stop watching. I'd be like, I wouldn't, I would think to myself that I'm not like totally immersed or anything like that. But then I'd tell myself to leave and I couldn't leave. So it's like, I still yeah. have to know what happens, you know? I just like, mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, the stakes are really high and it just, it never, a show never really gave you a break to just kind of be like, okay, mm-hmm. I can walk away for a little bit and yeah. have my conscience at ease. Stranger Things is definitely, um, don't follow by my example, best watching all at once. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, it's really good um, when a TV show hooks you, not just at the beginning, but like, in like in the middle where yeah. you don't even know what it's, what's going on because a lot of the time I'll come in you guys will be watching something and I'll see a little bit of it but I'm not really hooked because mm-hmm. I need to actually have the uh, like the story in my in my brain I need to mm-hmm. know like what's going on how what like what's happening exactly um, but yeah was, they had a lot of new characters in this one too they had um what they had Mad Max I guess the redhead <laughs> that was an interesting dynamic for the kids in this one. Because at first it was just Eleven, like the one girl who they interacted with, but this one, she she brings a, a lot of new stuff to it. So I was very happy to see that addition. Yeah. Yeah. And also the guy who, um, he plays, was it the Red Power Ranger in the new movie? Yeah. Yeah, he was in this, and we didn't yeah. even realize it until I didn't realize it until the end, and then once he, it clicked, I was like, that's he looks so, so cool. Fam- he looks so familiar, and it was, it was cool to see... Like a, a new baddie in town, mm-hmm. like the guy who's taking over the reins of being king of the high school. I was a huge 
fan of the new Power Rangers movie. I all right, yeah. I loved it. And so, like, to see him in Stranger Things, I was like, okay, that's two cool things you've been in now. Like, and you kind of yeah. just set, you know? Yeah, you're set. Like, <laughs> I never grew up on Power Rangers, but I did enjoy the movie. Um, I grew up not being allowed to watch Power Rangers. Why? And rediscovered it as a teenager. And then, that for you? and then watched it again, like, last year when it was popular again. So, um, You're a latecomer to the game. I'm a l- little bit, a little bit, because when, when Power Rangers SPD was brand new, that's when I was watching it. Okay. So, that was, like, the, like, the cop, like, militarized version of it, and mm. that's so, still my favorite today. Do you think that SPD. made, uh... Do you think that made you like the character a whole lot more afterwards? Because we didn't really know yeah. it. We didn't yeah, know it was it him originally well, when we were watching it. Not only that, though, but, like, other than the fact that he's a complete jerk, I was drawn to the character because he liked the 80s rock music. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, he definitely had he, a great way He liked the 80s rock music, and he had a cool car, and I was just like, you know what, you're a jerk, but you're cool. But you're so cool, and but it's you're not cool. fair. cool. Yeah. Even with that 80s haircut, I was like, I. Hey, some you people know can rock it. I can't. If I was in the 80s, I would. I'm not saying I'd, I'd have a haircut like that, but like, if it's cool, yeah. Then, you know, so. They they definitely got the. He wore the, a wig. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, I didn't realize. Well, I guess they do really well in the art department, or not art. Uh, yeah. Makeup department. That's Steve, thing. however. Steve that's steps is up in his this. hair, and I was just gonna say. Hopper and Dustin were easily my favorite characters for season one. I add Steve to that mix for season two. I, I love Steve. I absolutely hated Steve in season one. I thought he was a jerk. I thought that he was annoying and just like such a whiny guy. I didn't really but care about him either, but once he got together with Dustin. Se- season two, yeah. he really steps That's up. The buddy-buddy between Dustin once and Steven he, is awesome. Once he's not with uh, Nancy... I just thought he got a whole lot better, and he actually tries. Like, he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what he... He had an idea of what he wanted to do for life. Mm. Like, he just wanted to have a good, better life. And himself. then it just changed everything. Yeah. Um, Him and Dustin. That was fantastic. Oh, speaking of Dustin, the most frustrating... Like, the part where I was... <laughs> and, like, you guys know as we are watching this, the most, like, infuriating part to me was at the very last episode when Dustin... Um, showing off his new moves at the dance, and no one wants to dance with them. And yep. I'm like, I swear, if this kid doesn't dance with somebody, I'm gonna flip some table. I'm gonna flip this coffee table right now. Like, he's I was, so cute. How can nobody dance with I him? I was like, oh, look at Dustin. He's so cute. And then everyone's laughing. I'm like, no, no, that's like, no, <laughs> it's not no. fair. I was so mad. I didn't originally care for Dustin that much in the first oh, season. I oh, I love Dustin. No, 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 I really like him in this one. He's a lot. Better. I loved him. Like, oh, uh, he, he was, he, yeah, him and Hopper, my favorite characters, hands down for season one. I love Dustin. I don't know how. Hopper's I, just cool. I don't I mean, know how I felt about Hopper in this one, though, because he seemed to be a lot more of a jerk, I guess. Just, he was trying to, okay. Hopper's so, role was more fun in the first season. Yeah, I guess he had to take on the father role in this one, but he didn't do a amazing job with it yeah. he's protecting the super ho- super powered girl uh, obviously yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of that's going to be rough not going to lie and um, however he did do a great job of figuring stuff out though to his credit yeah he did very well after with then what he had getting trapped you know <laughs> let's eat gigantic oh. piles of carbs <laughs> to oh, hide our geez. feelings yeah well him getting waffles tra- and him getting chocolate and uh, no i don't want to think about that it sounds nasty great fatherly 
So good. Skills. He's a perfect father figure. Wonderful. <laughs> Just but him getting trapped in the tunnels, that was pretty freaky, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I that's was, when I honestly as soon as that happened and you lost consciousness, like, oh he did. Like, <laughs> it was shortly after that happened that you and me were like, This is a lot darker than last oh, yeah. season. Like yeah. that wasn't the point, but it was like that led up to things where we were we were considering mm-hmm. Yeah, this might be uh, <laughs> a lot. Not that we can't handle dark no, TV no. shows. I, uh, I'm a man. I can take it. It's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're a man. You watch The Flash. And... <laughs> I'm just Not kidding. as much nowadays. <laughs> I watch The Walking Dead now. Huh? Yeah. Um, I thought... Oh, what's her name? Um, Na- not Nancy. Nancy's friend, Barb. I thought she was coming back in this season. Nope, Didn't she happen. did. I, I, I knew she was, was dead. Coming. In fact, I was like, if they bring her back... It's a cop-out. If, yeah. If... Oh, if they bring her back, I just... It wouldn't be right. Because you see her. Like, you see her. She's gone. She's gone. She's dead. Like, you you see it in the first season. So. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. We saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice that they actually had her in the story, even, even if her character wasn't there That's specifically. True. Yeah. Because yeah. it felt like they basically forgot about her in the first season. And everyone was just really annoyed with that. All Justice the fans were for like, Barb. "What is it wrong with like? Why can't you guys think about Barb?" And they definitely brought it back up. In this I one. thought that scene with the oh, I forget his name, but the random guy who was drinking. Oh, you're talking about the the special investigator? Yeah, people, like private investigator. I love that part. That was great. That I got enjoyed better. That really. How was the pullout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! The couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the pullout couch. I did not get that originally. That's okay. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Um, well, so wait, what was the cat's name? What cat? Their cat. The one that gets eaten. Oh, the one that gets eaten? Oh. What's the name of the cat? There was the name for that cat for There's sure. The I the cat. don't know. I Dang it. don't really I care. Was, I was a little Well, justice that. for that cat, okay? Oh, come on. There's a training Season three. hashtag. I got justice for Mara. We're getting justice for the cat. What Season about three. justice for Bob, though? Justice That's, for the cat. He was doing so good. He was he was like uh, run, he justice was, for Bob. They should have seen he, it coming though. He should have seen it. He sh- you don't okay. If you're getting chased by demodogs and they've been eating people and you've seen that with your own eyes and you stop to take a moment and smile at your girlfriend, don't do that. Yeah, like you I said, will totally die. avoidable. Just book it, grab her, and mm-hmm. run out. Okay, yeah. that's not a smart thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. Maybe it's Dumb the first time he's worked with Winona Ryder though. You know. He pulled a Sean Bean. Oh, not okay. Rider. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, no kidding. He, he took, he how took much, some lessons how much, from Bormir. <laughs> yeah, how much is he like uh, Sean Bean now? Um, it's pretty cool that they had the Ghostbusters in it. Basically, like, yeah, they, it seemed like that was a pretty that big was part. perfect for them. I really liked seeing like. I know that they weren't cosplayers, but they're they're basically cosplayers. And they, <laughs> cosplayers, and your cosplay heart just grew three. I times. know, and I felt, like watching when you saw that part. I definitely felt for them when they went to school, and there's like, why is nobody else dressed up? And I'm like, oh, I yeah. understand it because non-cosplayers will see you and think, wow, you're such nerds, and mm-hmm. you're like, you want to be proud of like what you've done and like. You know your cool yeah. costume and stuff, but when people are looking down on you, it's rough. I think it's always like the worst if you um, are in cosplay and you're going to the con. You in have the to vehicle. get to the con. Yeah, you have to get to the car. So most likely you're not close to the con. So you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like out on your street, you're like booking it to the car in your costume. It's like nobody see me, especially because 
since it's usually your neighbors and stuff like that, they're like, oh my oh, goodness, oh, those weirdos in apartment, car, you know, 4B. You when know? they see me walking out with all my wooden weapons and my foam armor, they're just probably like, what is this guy doing? I think it's the, the worst when it's just like wit, crazy wigs. That's, yeah. that's the well, part that's that You guys more. have a lot of those. I only yeah, have two. You know, I don't know what you're talking I have a blonde wig and a blue wig. Yeah. But yeah, going back to Stranger Things, what do you think of what do you think of um, the new villain, I guess? Like, it, it was like a shadow monster, I guess? Because the Demogorgon, Demogorgon the in the first one... The Mind Flayer? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, the first, like, the Demogorgon in the first season, you understood it. It was a monster. It was, like, hunting them. You got it. But in this one, it seemed like it was a bit more, I guess, difficult to understand. The only way to go is up. If you're going to continue a story... Things just oh, get bigger. Or stranger things down. <laughs> yeah, upside, down. upside down. But they just get bigger. So that that was. But also that was the natural. Speaking of that, they didn't really tap into that exactly. Hmm? We felt like mean? we were going to get into that. They figured out a temporary solution, but honestly, when it comes to the big picture of that villain, that like they haven't even come close to it. like. That's true. Know, it's that, still there. They haven't encountered it a whole lot. So unlike for season one, where we have like a more concise. Ending mm-hmm. as far as that battle goes, this puts it just like, uh, we've only like hardly made that's a the scratch. thing though. Based that's on the that thing battle. though is their battle with the Demogorgon in season one comes to a definite end, mm-hmm. but what? then they have a like a ginormous cliffhanger with the fact that um, Will is still connected to the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, season two ends where they've barely encountered the new villain. Yet there's it felt like no closure. cliffhanger, right. almost. Yeah. It's more of just it's like, like, okay, he's there, cool, it was an whatever. After, it felt like, like an afterthought because they yeah. wrapped it up really nicely. All the kids they are dancing. They filmed that part first. That was one of the first parts they filmed. The, in the dance? Whole ser- yes. Wow. The snowball was one of the first parts Wait, they filmed. Is that the like series. for all the characters then? Because that's For most of them. Steve's that, first scene was when they visit Barb's parents. So Because we were watching Beyond Stranger Things was that, and I was, was that getting the some first, of this. So was that the first scene that uh, Lucas, the the actor Lucas and the actress uh, for Max, like got together and like actually interacted and stuff? Because I they think had a so. they had a kissing scene. I think that so. must have been rough. They weren't originally the supposed to scene. kiss. Yeah, because yeah, I think they like dared him or something. Oh, yeah. It wasn't originally in the script, but um, that was pretty interesting. Like, or the snowball was at least one of the first ideas they had for they the did script, know. and I think it is. I think parts of it at least were. Those were some of the first parts they filmed for the series. Did you guys feel bad at all for Dustin when he was trying to go after Max and Lucas just, like, got her instead? Yeah. It um, seemed like he wasn't going to get her for some reason. Maybe I'm well, just, no, I'm was, a big Dustin fanboy, well, so it, I feel it, I for it, him I think in, like, every... I think it was every... because it was tough because we were in the position where we could see the big picture of the dynamics going between all three of those characters right. when... Mm. Dustin doesn't see the other stuff that's going on, so it's almost like Sorry. I don't feel I don't feel bad for Dustin not getting uh, Max. I feel bad that he just didn't see it happening sooner. If that makes more sense, you know, just like so. oh, Dustin, you're so out of the loop right now. Oh, yeah. buddy, Such a sweet kid. that was you're so awkward. That, that that was that was the problem. I didn't. I didn't think that Dustin and Max were, like, destined to be. I think uh, no. the other two are just fine. I, don't think, I didn't really like, see it happening with any of Max them. and Lucas, actually. I didn't I, see it happening with any of them. I guess that was, but like, okay, I guess that's a thing. Cool. Plot. Whatever. But cool. the thing that I didn't like about Dustin, though, is that he did have a lot of dumb moments. Like, him and Dart 
He should have realized that you do not keep a yeah. sketchy. Although alien I really like the stylistic choice for that. A three, a three Musketeers reference is very cool. That is calling cool. the monster D'Artagnan was very cool. It's nice how they they find really names for all the um, yeah. upside down creatures. I will say though, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, or if just neither. Um, as soon as they figured out that the um, dart was a Demi Gordon, or Demi dog, Demi dog, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just like, oh, sometime later in the series. That's gonna come into play. Yeah. Where oh, I can connect to this specific the David Gerber. Typical because... connecting to the animal trope. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw all that coming, and, then, and they pulled the Jurassic World with that one. Cause you guys saw the movie, right? Jurassic World. Yeah. yeah. Remember um, the um, Velociraptor. <laughs> remember, the, remember the Velociraptor. That's not a great choice. The, the one that's uh-huh. called Blue. Because it's like you feel like Guys. you're in one of the vehicles. Or, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not a great idea. <laughs> I, it was fun. Yeah, anyways, continue. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> so you guys remember the Velociraptor um, Blue that interacted with Chris Pratt's uh, character? Vaguely. Yeah. So that uh, one yeah. switches sides, and then eventually there's still that link between the Raptor. Special link. I guess so. It's they a, love each other. So what? <laughs> all I'm gonna say is that I'm glad that it wasn't bigger of a deal than they made it. It was just a small roadblock yeah. that was able to fix because of that symbol trope, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I just... The, the show is really smart. And I was almost just a little bit disappointed to see such a typical trope with that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah um, but they also had a love triangle in it, too, and I, I've seen but, more than uh, my fair share of that in TV shows and movies. Um, but I will say that I like the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it's kind of a mute point mm-hmm. because then I really actually like... Um, Steve, yeah, Steve. I, I actually really like Steve now. Baseball because, bat guy. Because was, of that, how that all happened. So I did not like that Nancy was with Steve by the end of season one, and I still didn't think that they were good together. But I feel like she could have had a better way to end it with Steve and get with Jonathan than the way it happened. Right. Because I felt really bad for Steve, which was surprising considering I hated his guts in the first yeah. one. The inclusion of new characters was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Of uh, the season, actually. The dark- I'm glad that that they expanded. The new Doctor, he was uh, actually more likable than the old one, which is not yeah. hard to do, yeah. but you saw that he wasn't exactly a bad guy. He was just trying to figure mm-hmm. stuff out, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. And I know I know we're out of time, but I also thought that Eleven definitely, um, her character was, uh, I guess, developed a lot more, yeah. and I really appreciated that. And yeah, she got a lot more a different powerful, side too. Of her. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. also got to saw, see different parts of the 80s too like the punk rock people in the city and that sort of thing yeah well we're certainly not the only ones to talk about um stranger things um i know for a fact that nerd caliber has talked about it on their video roundtable which i was watching a little bit as uh, the other day um so feel free to check them out because they are one of our sponsors um Today's podcast is brought to you by Nerd Caliber. Since 2010, Nerd Caliber has been bringing you coverage of all sorts of things nerdy, both on its website, nerdcaliber.com, and its YouTube channel. They have everything from movie, TV, and game reviews to how-to articles um, and video to opinion and thought pieces on the topics of the day. But Nerd Caliber is best known for its convention coverage, and in particular, cosplay conventions. The website features a new photo gallery from recent cons nearly every day, and the YouTube... Uh, channel has new video interviews, funny skits, cosplay showcase compilations, most, multiple times a week. Ugh. In addition, Nerd Caliber has added new regular features like its weekly nerd news video roundtable live on Facebook at 8 p.m. each Wednesday evening. New to the website is the gaming news roundup called Patch Notes. And on YouTube, 
the Cosplay Creator Interview Series Behind the Seams, moderated by award-winning master cosplayer Lucky Grimm. Check out Nerd Caliber on the web and on YouTube or on Facebook for tons of nerdy fun and for all things Stranger Things. You gotta love Nerd Caliber. Absolutely. They're so great. I know we say it every time, but they're just so <laughs> it's fun. True. It's true. Hashtag Nerd Caliber love. <laughs> you can make that hashtag. Who's gonna go next? I will. I don't mind. All right. If that's all right. Yeah. So go got? for it. All right. So What's the discussion? Let's talk about The Walking Dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. New season out. There's two episodes. New season right? out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander, <laughs> Alexander and I have uh, have created a ritual. Uh, we watch The Walking Dead every Monday morning. We watched it twice, but yeah. okay. It's a ritual. <laughs> it's happening. We're it's going, happening. We're going wants through with that. to happen. I it guess is. it's going to happen. Yes. All right. Get what I want. Okay. Gary's feeling good. Have our, have our, yeah, don't forget Gary. Oh, well, Goodness Not forgetting Gary. Not cheating on my time. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Cool. Funny. Um, yeah, but I, I want my bro moment. We, we have our... So we can watch manly stuff like The Walking Dead together. Watch people smashing each other's brains in with baseball bats. And... We already watched that with Stranger Things. Well, I guess not really, considering yeah. he's smashing monsters. Any? Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think yeah. about? What do you think about the new season? I like. I like the new season. Um, actually, you know, I'm, I'm, it's strange for me to see, like, a big battle going on. For The Walking Dead? Yeah. Like, like, everybody's just, like, gun-toting, like, just spraying bullets around everywhere. Yeah, because that hasn't really happened yet, right? I mean, it's happened, it's happened before. A couple Um, times, but not on such a big a scale. Yeah, when the prison was invaded, uh, things like that. Yeah. But this is definitely... Those um, feel like mobs, though. These feel like actual armies and, like, people... Yeah. Um, it's just... It's it's weird to see how far it's come from yeah. now since, like, the first couple of seasons. Well, this is the eighth season, it right? It feels so different, yeah. It does feel different. The show is a totally different beast now. Yeah, well, Rick has certainly gone through a lot of character changes. Mm-hmm. Rick is one of my all-time favorite characters in any medium. Was that... Um, I just I like how strongly convicted he is of things. He hasn't Wait, always what? he hasn't oh yeah, he hasn't always been right. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's hear, definitely true. <laughs> hear me out. He hasn't always been right, but when but he sticks to his guns. He has to with the walking and dead. When it's <laughs> and when it's all on the line, like yeah. at the beginning of this season when Negan is threatening to cut off Carl's hand. That like, was the end of last season for sure. Whatever. No, when it, when it comes right down to it. No, that was the beginning of this no, season. No, it was not. Yes, because it, no. yes, no, because, it, because that's when Shiva jumps out and attacks the guy, and that's no, when everyone jumps. That's out. one of the newer episodes. That's one of the newer episodes, but that was the end of last oh, season. Oh, that was season seven, right? Okay, so the first episode, <laughs> first episode yeah. of season seven, yeah. um, when Negan is threatening to cut Carl's hand off, mm-hmm. that's one of those of the many moments where you see Rick just like. He's he's gonna he's gonna give it all up for like. It wasn't everybody he loves is more important than him. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that I I respect about Rick. Wait, so are you talking about the be- like the end of the season when he was gonna let Carl's hand be cut off? Because I'm he talking could, about the beginning can... of season seven. Oh, the beginning of season after <laughs> after spoiler alert, people yeah. get their heads bashed. Yes, in, AKA Glenn after and Glenn dies a horrific that other death. Guy. But that Red hair, man. Yeah, but you know, if that's still a spoiler for you, too bad because that's like that was, that was like a year ago. Also, very like 
not good at not being spoiler. That was, man, that was everywhere. That, yeah, that was everywhere. Dude. That was a gif in like two seconds. <laughs> it's true. I went on YouTube and that showed up and I was like, I don't really want to know what happens. Oh, I guess I know what mm -hmm. happens. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was probably one of the worst kept spoilers in yeah. a long time. Honestly. To be fair, they so, did very well at keeping that um, from fans and stuff. Unless they had read the, book, the comic books, right? Oh, I, yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. That has to happen. That's one of those things that they can't they can't change. It's a it's a as Doctor Who would put it, a um, it's an unchangeable event yeah. in the time space continuum. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's so like the comics and the shows they follow each other pretty closely. There's mm -hmm. some parallels. Um, some characters from the show um, have taken over the roles from different characters in the comics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like for example, is Michonne is basically Andrea now. Um, I'm so glad that Andrea's not in the show anymore. You would not feel that way. She is awesome in the comics. She's awesome. Um, so in in the show, Andrea dies end of season three, I think. Middle to the end, yeah. Or yeah. Um, and you know you're okay with that because she sucks. Everybody, everybody hates <laughs> her. She's just, she's a horrible character. But she's not like that in the comic books. Like she's so cool. It's like it's like once they introduced Michonne. Michonne became Michonne and Andrea. Like, she started to take on traits from... Like, uh, Michonne of the show started to show characteristics of Andrea from the comic books. Okay. Including her relationship with Rick. Because in the comic books, it's Andrea and Rick. And sh uh, Carl likes her even so much that she calls her mom. Mm. So... Um, that he calls her mom? Yeah, Carl calls Andrea mom. Okay. Yeah, um... So, yeah. So, things like that. Like, it's... They're parallel, but things are different... Um, just so that you can tell a unique story and still keep the fans on edge kind of thing. Now, Daryl isn't originally in the comic book. Daryl, yeah, Daryl and Merle are completely brand new. Because Daryl actually tried out for uh, the role of Rick. And okay. um, they decided he wasn't the right choice for that role, but they liked his tryout so much that I guess they just wrote a character for him. And people Ta loved it. Yeah, obviously. He's like the He's biggest guy on... I'm not a huge Daryl. I'm not a huge Daryl fan, actually. I think his character is like pretty one-dimensional. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of had it with that like tough guy character that just shows bouts of emotional outburst, <laughs> so that you still feel. It does, you know, not that always, always emotional. Mm -hmm. I think he did pretty good. But uh, Willie, uh, Rick is Rick is hands down my favorite Walking Dead character. Mm. Um, I used to like him a lot, and now it's just like well, he, he seems to go back and forth. Who's your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? Um, Unless, oh even if they're dead already, like if mm, that's rough. I like Daryl, and I also like Carl. Carl has gotten yeah. so 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 much better in the later seasons. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but I think he's had a very good uh, character arc because originally he was just a spoiled bratty 10 year old mm -hmm. I don't know if you can call him spoiled because he was <laughs> Carl Carl <laughs> uh, I yeah I think he had a really great character arc I think that he grew up a lot after season 3 it's like he just stepped up in almost every way mm -hmm. like he was not just someone who like a little kid they had to protect he was someone who actually could have other people's back and I really appreciate that because he's such a young character but he's he just grows a ton um but what do you think about the show, Will? Like, I know you don't really watch yeah. it. But. Yeah, so, like, zombie things aren't exactly my, um, aren't, like, super interesting to me. And then on top of that, I don't, people are going to hate me for this. I don't think that Walking Dead is a very interesting zombie um, uh, show. I think it's a very, 
I dare I say it's almost typical because it was one of the firsts in a way. And it's definitely not one of the first, but it's like one of the first mainstream zombie things because yeah. mm-hmm. it's been around for a long time now. Um, and it's I'm like if something has zombies in it, it's got to be something that's really unique to really grab me. And I, what I mentioned to you this a few days ago, I think, where yeah. what I don't like about Walking Dead because I've watched episodes here and there. Um, I know kind of what's going on. I probably watched about 10 to 20 episodes total. Yeah. It just intermittent throughout mm-hmm. the seasons. Um, and what I don't like is that it's the same cycle over and over again where they get a band of people together. They um, they either have a, um, a nice place to live, to camp out, or they have a destination in mind. Either way... Um, before they get to the end goal of either of those objectives, there are group splinters. There's falling out. People die. The black they, guy dies. They find a yeah. new, they find a new objective, and with new groups of people, and yeah. it's that over and over and over again. There has been very little talk about what actually to cure, like how to cure the zombies. It's more about just surviving, mm-hmm. which is fine. But we're yeah, season eight now, right? Because ultimately the show is not about the zombies. It's about the people. Right. The creator, Robert Kirkman, has come out and said that he may never address um, the cure but for the zombie outbreak. The problem for me is that it's lacking direction. I'm just like, where is the show The show, show is. The going? show, yes. Um, I, would, I would argue very much not so for the comic books. Uh, they are... I won't. I won't spoil those because. Um, I, I really. I think you. I think you because should read them. But it's. It just seems like its own show is making up its own predictability. Is it, it is. Oh. No. 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 So no, like they're gonna. They're gonna find. Points. They're gonna find this new thing. And it seems like it's all great. They're gonna get there. And guess what? Yeah. It's not what they pictured at all. It's no. either a trap. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's. No. Th- those are. Those are good points. The. The show. I've actually. I actually like the show less now than I used to. Right, because I was a huge fan of it. Season one, season two, season three, and like, and then I it like. Well, because the thing is, it's it's not doing classic tropes. It's literally getting to the point where it's starting to, I'd say, go back on its third or fourth time now. Mm-hmm. Cycling through its own methodology of story progression, they, so it's set its own. It's it's getting old because of its previous seasons, and they're not doing anything fresh. Yeah. to move things they're, along. I think they're I think they're uh, banking too much on their popularity yeah. right now. And one thing that's bothered me is we got a bug in the room, and it's bugging, bugging me. you. It's bugging me. Um, one of the the biggest, my biggest issue uh, with the series is there are not any characters left, there are not enough characters left that I care about. They've killed off all the ones, most of the ones that I cared about, and the new ones they've introduced, I don't care about. I love Glenn. Um, Yeah, Rick, hands down, one of my favorite characters Mm -hmm. in any geek medium. But other than that, there aren't a whole lot of characters in the show that I care about. You know, it's kind of like a weird, weird parallel. For and me. Rick can never die, so I mean, there's <laughs> the thing. He's not um, dead in the comics yet. And it's true. I, I I like to compare to The Walking Dead as the iPhone, as something that started out <laughs> as something really awesome, something really new and fresh, mm-hmm. spawned a lot of great things, mm-hmm. but in the end is not doing anything revolutionary anymore. It yeah. seems just to be 
banking off on its own previous success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, no, that's, that's I true. That. And I look at that now, and I was definitely interested in watching. I actually watched a good. I the most portions that I watched were the first three seasons. And the only reason why I didn't actually sit down and really dive deep into the whole universe with Walking Dead was because I didn't see... I w- there wasn't something that was grabbing me that said, you need to see this to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, there was never a plot that came in was like, I need to know how this unfolds. You know? Yeah. There, and so they they were close, but they missed the mark on that from the beginning. And, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that from the beginning. After their first... Um, direction failed mm-hmm. then you have to you have to like when you change the direction of the show you have to give a good reason for it yeah and you can only do that so many times and that's literally the the whole thing of walking dead is that its direction and goal well, always changes every time i pop they, into walking dead it's the joke for me is always oh what are they doing now <laughs> what's the state oh so they're here season. now <laughs> yeah it how could long have be they been better it could be better but one of the things they struggle with is they struggle with dealing with their own created characters. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Daryl, they won't kill Daryl. Like, you guys are never going to riot. They're never going to kill Daryl. Yeah. They're, ne- they're not going to. That and Carol, I don't care about Carol, all right? I really At didn't the, like her for a while. Carol existed in the comic books, but um, comparing the comic books to the show, she wouldn't have lasted past the first season. Mm. Um, at this point, she is a completely different character. She's... She's all whatever. She's AMC's creation. Um, I don't care about Carol. I don't care about Daryl. Um, Do you care about Michonne? Not really. Yeah. I not really. I don't really care about Michonne. Um, I'm starting to care about Morgan, um, especially now that he's done with that whole stupid "I hate violence" thing. I thought that was dumb. What um, about Maggie? I think Maggie's. I like Maggie. She's okay. I like I like Maggie, but I. She's a lot better with Glenn now. She's a lot better with Glenn, and I think they've kind of thrown this like new leadership aspect onto her too quickly. Yeah, it seemed like it was. Um, like, I like so I like Maggie. Um, I'm starting to care about Morgan, Rick's the bee's knees. Um, one thing though is they won't. Um, Rick will die eventually. Um, because only because Robert Kirkman has come out and said that he has a he has an ending in mind for Rick, but Rick is nowhere near a death on the show because he's still alive in the comics. Especially if you watch the new season, and which... that's yeah, and that's something they don't mess with is um, some you know Rick hasn't died in the comic books yet, so he's nowhere near close to dying on the show. That must be really they rough don't... on the actor though, because he doesn't really see an end in sight. He must be like feeling really tired. No, no, he's he's come out and said, "Oh, you mean the actor?" Yeah, he's come out and said, "He's like, oh yeah, I see an ending for Rick. Okay. They just don't know where it's gonna when it's gonna be." I also, Robert Kirkman has planned out this whole thing. Like, he already knows what the ending of the story is gonna be, but it's a couple of years out. I mm-hmm. honestly thought that season eight was gonna be the last season because this felt like it was a good one to end on because they have yeah. such a great villain, Negan. Like, yeah, honestly, Negan Although, is probably one of the characters that I really enjoy watching. I know he's a terrible guy. Wait until you see him become a good guy. Little spoiler alert! I thought you said we weren't going to spoil like. The I'm not going to spoil like the ending, like where uh, they're at right now, because that's God. that's also that happened a little while ago. Like he's such a good Neg- villain, Negan. Negan, ne- we're past Negan, almost. I, I think Negan's he, like he. I think he brought a little bit of rejuvenate. What's mm-hmm. the word? Re- Rejuvenate. Rejuvenation yeah. actually, to uh, the show. I was going to bring that up myself if you guys didn't already. Was how I feel like they definitely he definitely brought That's some a step new in life the right direction. Yes. Yeah. However, 
Well, most, like most of us have been waiting for him to show up on the show because right. he's arguably one of the most popular characters in the comics. Yeah, I think it's, so. We've just been waiting for it. It's interesting when the bad guy is the character that you really, really want to see it's on the Jeffrey show. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. How can you not? Well, like, I don't really know who he was before like, that. Though. Really? No. Oh, okay. I think I Fine. saw him a little he's bit the, on He's Super- the dad on Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's the comedian in, the wa- in uh, Watchmen. I haven't seen um, him. He's... He's Bruce. He's uh, Bruce Wayne's. He's Thomas Wayne. He's dead. And uh, no, but but so cool <laughs> yeah, thing. Flashpoint. Yes, flash he, did. he can be Batman. All right, and they better they better capitalize on that. I'm telling you what, right now, DC. Wesley has don't spoken. disappoint me. Wesley has spoken. <laughs> he's your biggest fanboy. So yeah, I am your biggest him. fan. You need to please me. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but he he's definitely a really good character. Yeah. And I just like I love watching him and. I think that's the same thing that happened with Jessica Jones. Like, I didn't really care for any of the characters, but I really appreciated watching the villain because he was very, very good. David You're Tennant. Saying that amazing. because it's David Tennant. Not just that, but because <laughs> he was very interesting and because the, Doctor Who. David boys. Tennant did a very good job at making this guy interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, going back to The Walking Dead is. It feels like it's just just gotten into a loop, but like a watered down. Like, oh, they can break out of it. I'm, well, they I'm certainly waiting. can. So I just feel there like there are some. End, there are. It's not. No, I think. I don't. I don't they think need it to should end on some sort of high note. Like I was saying, I don't they think... have a great villain, and they they showed like the future of like Rick being an old man, whatever. Um, I think that it just be exactly. a great way to go, though. Because the way they depict old man Rick is exactly the way that old man Rick looks in the comics. So that was cool. Um, but we have some exciting events coming up. At least if we're following comic book continuity. Yeah. So thing if if they do it right and don't just like loop the the season like they normally do. They've been do, looping for the last eight seasons things, though. Things could potentially be coming to a big change. Uh, we'll see. What was your what was your favorite season out of the entire show so far? Um Because all the stuff with Alexandria is okay, but it's not like it wasn't amazing. I think I honestly, I really people people are gonna disagree with me on this, but I really season liked two? season two. Ha, I really, it. I really liked the. F- I it was different, like yeah, um, yeah, and it still had like yeah, it, Shane's and Shane's an, an ass, but I, <laughs> but I, but I liked like he was he was a good character. Mm. Um, that I think that was a changing back, point for a lot of the characters. Yeah, and back yeah, and back in earlier in the show, I cared about a lot of the characters. Yeah, like when Dale died. That ruined me. That was rough. I felt like I he was like Dale. the the moral compass of yeah. the group for a while in season like, two. Characters, the, the characters just don't have an identity right now anymore. Like they really don't. I, Even I, the new characters, I I don't feel like I'm attached. Tyrese to Tyrese was one. Of, it was one of the newer characters that I cared about, and he didn't last nearly long enough. He was too nice of a guy. That's the thing <laughs> in shows nowadays. If you're a really nice guy or a girl in a nice show, guys. you're like gonna nice guys. you're gonna die. Yeah. It's, it's not gonna happen. I really appreciate the nice guys finish first. <laughs> if by finishing we finish first you mean dying Luke. first, we um, finish last. No, but it was because they get finished first because they die. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they get finished off. That's first. why I'm like, I, like good guys including Glenn. Glenn was like a very very good character, but they were just yeah, like, no, Glenn, you Glenn like him? I, oh, I that's lo- nice. We're gonna kill him. I loved Glenn. I cared about Glenn, but Glenn's fair. death is one of the most famous points in the comic book so it's like i cared so much about glenn but i saw his death coming from 
miles and miles away. It's not fair. No, I really like. There was so many moments where he could have died as well. I remember he, that oh too. My <laughs> oh my goodness! Because they had to tease you along the way. Yeah, um, but they even had he was it, even like it was in presumed season, dead. For, it was in season four too, like when they hit the the tower at the um the prison mm-hmm. with a grenade launcher, or was it? It wasn't a grenade launcher. It was the tank. His ta- he was in a tower, right? Mm. And a, a tank shoots it and it explodes. And he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's okay. But we all thought, oh, yeah, I guess he's dead now. No. And then there's the whole scene with the dumpster and, like, you see something being ripped apart and you think that's him. No, it's just another guy on top of him. <laughs> it felt like a lot of cop-outs and then they finally killed him. And then you're like, oh, he's not really dead, is he? But, no, you literally see him. His head is split open. His Ooh. eyeballs popping out. Yeah, was and <laughs> he did. I'm sorry, people, but he did. Um, I really liked season three, though. I felt like that was also a big turning point, too, because, again, Carl had a lot of development. He was a much more mature character. Um, Rick's wife died, and I was like, yay, I guess. I didn't like her either. Nobody cared about Lori either. Um, But that was also a turning point for him, because he started to go a little bit mental Mm -hmm. at that point. And then they actually had an actual villain, not just the walkers. Like, they had... The governor, mm-hmm. and he was an interesting character. I felt like originally you're like, oh, I guess he's not that bad, but then you see that he has a darker motive, and he's also a little bit nuts too. Mm-hmm. And then they brought Merle back, and it was just like Daryl becoming a better character, and um, uh, Carol actually not being such a wimp in the other two seasons. Like I think that that was a there's a lot of growth in season three, um, so I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, good. yeah, my, my it's. Yeah, my biggest issue is just is the characters. Um, Doesn't mean we're gonna stop watching though. No, no, we? I'll be I'll be watching you got until me it's hooked, over. AMC, thanks uh, a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop watching anytime, so it's not like my complaining really means much. I need to know but, how to survive for as long as I can in the apocalypse. Yeah. But it's just like you have the relationship between um, between Shane and Rick. Um, you know, you have you have Daryl. Like I don't know. It's just like these are the characters you're all first introduced to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, they fail to introduce new meaningful characters often enough where you continually have people that you care about. I do kind of like uh, Ezekiel in the new season, though. I think he's somewhat enjoyable to watch. Oh, he dies, though. Dude! Why would you tell me that? Well, you said no spoilers. Gosh darn it. You are a monster. You're a, Hey, you're, but like, you don't know when, though. But now I know. Thanks a lot. Who's next? Who's gonna die next? Uh, Carl. Actually, don't man. answer that. <laughs> no, no, Carl's still alive. Jeez, I don't um, want to know anything. Yeah, Carl's still alive. I want to be like Harry Osborn. Don't tell me anything. Don't tell Harry. Don't tell <laughs> Harry. Don't tell Alex. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's something important, in which case, tell me. That please. is important. You know what is important? What? Cosplay World Magazine. They are important. Yes, they are. They are sponsors. <laughs> Cosplay Row Magazine is a monthly internationally published cosplay magazine that launches on the first of every month. It was created for cosplayers by cosplayers. They are big on crediting everyone who helped bring a cosplay to life, from the creation process to the photography process, all the way to the finished polished images. Inside, you will find 40 high-quality pages, including uh, exclusive interviews with your favorite creators, artists, geeky fashion, makeup, and photography tutorials. You can check them out on any of their social media outlets at Cosplay Row Magazine or for more on how to submit your cosplay to photo <laughs> or for more for how to submit your cosplay uh, to get your photography published visit their website at cosplayrealmagazine.com slash submit 
I thought I was like, I was like, <laughs> I wonder how committed he is to the ad read because I'm just gonna like try to flip his hair I'm, for him and for see what people, happens. For the people who are listening to the podcast, um, <laughs> Wesley just stroked William's hair. I reached across the table and like, you, you try. I, I tried, anything. and he was like, "Don't touch this. <laughs> Don't <laughs> touch like, my mane." <laughs> just go super saiyan. All right. Well, I'm going to flip Gary because I remember Gary. Good yeah, for you for whatever. remembering Gary, the time <laughs> goblin. What you got for us today? Um, what you got? What you got? What speaking you got? of hair, I would like to talk about Harry Potter. Oh boy, <laughs> that transition. Ah! <laughs> this, this isn't what you told me you were talking about. Uh, no, I'm going to work on that. Well, I'm not going to talk about okay. what that is. That, that needs to. I need to actually work on that. That's really oh, okay. important. All right. Lot. So do you want exciting to things. No, don't spoil it. Just exciting, exciting things coming from William in the future. <laughs> um, anyway, Harry Potter. Yeah, so Harry Potter, when I talk about specifically about Harry Potter, well, first off, I like to think of Harry Potter as like a holiday movie. I don't know about you, but oh, my yeah, family yeah. just love watching Harry Potter. Halloween and Christmas, or just like Christmas? Or I'll tell you what, we better be watching Harry Potter soon. Yeah. As like a household family. Do you guys think the fourth one is a Christmas movie? Movie? I don't care. No, so, so I, Harry Potter is like a this from like October to December kind of. Well, because like it would make sense to watch it for Halloween, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I think I Halloween think... tends to pander to other movies. Yeah, whereas well, scary reason, movies and yeah, Harry I'm, Potter I'm isn't there, exactly. I'm there scary. with you though. I know why. It just yeah. It would it would make Harry sense Potter feels like a season like a seasonal. Well, they yeah, have movie. all like the okay. they have they talk about all like the the pumpkin beer and all these things. Yeah, even my well, um we, my my Dobby the Elf shirt. Mm. It's it has like s- like snowflakes on it like it's a, it's clearly a seasonal like we also we also had a party at your house your mom's house um, all Harry Potter Harry Potter, Potter oh, party yeah. that's October. something we all look forward to every wicked. year fantastic <laughs> yeah um, what was it did we have butter beer we had butter beer mm-hmm. that was a played, job, played Quidditch I, some of us played Quidditch we did play Quidditch mm-hmm. and it was very difficult to run around dark. with a broom <laughs> between your legs <laughs> yeah it's not easy uh, it's as awkward as it as it sounds and it was very awkward and it was in the dark too so yeah. fantastic sorry William continue I'm, I'm bummed uh, I wanted to uh, wear my Gryffindor shirt because Gryffindor pride Ravenclaw. it's okay Ravenclaw. people listen to the podcast so they can't exactly see your shirt just for but the record no. Um, William is Gryffindor, obviously. Alex is Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm Ravenclaw. See, that's why we have such a good din- dynamic. Yeah. Is because we're all different Harry Potter houses. And we haven't that's, invited that's any reason. Slytherin. You know why? Because they're mean. <laughs> we ain't let no Slytherin slither up in here. And, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> I wanted to make a joke about that. <laughs> so I feel very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so, uh, we're all huge fans of Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. It's one of my first uh, nerdy loves. Um, I'm a newer comer. nerdy loves. I'm a latecomer to Harry really? Potter. I was very late. I hadn't late seen comer. any of the Harry Potter movies until last year. Really? Yep. Um, uh, I remember watching uh, the first and second ones as they were coming out on VHS, people. Not DVD. Whoa. Uh, I was not allowed to watch the third one when it came out because my mom deemed it just a little bit too scary for me. However, by the time the fourth one came out, I was allowed to watch the third one and then the fourth one therefore after, so I wasn't too far behind yeah, anything like that. Yeah. And then... Um, the fifth one on, I actually watched in theaters, because um, that by that time I was like mm-hmm. a teenager. Was um, the third one the first PG thirteen one, or was that the fourth yes. one? Yes, no. The first the two one. had a cons- like a a noticeably different tone than the rest of the series. There was different directors too. Yeah, yeah. So well, understand, and also it was a different Dumbledore. Yeah. So that might have been. Um, it's cool to see the characters take that journey, though. 
Like, yeah. Well, oh, cause they're, great. Yeah. Uh, what I love about Harry Potter is that a lot of shows are doing this nowadays where it sets up a nice happy premise and atmosphere, uh, in this case of Harry Potter, Hogwarts, mm-hmm. Um, and and create something for you to care yes, about. It creates, you have to go to an interesting school. That's exactly. Um, you do all these little mini adventures that seems. Um, I mean, in the like adventures. Yeah, in the like grand scheme of things, uh, like not exactly important, but it's important for a character building and the world building. Mm. Um, and then that overall builds a better atmosphere and a reason to care for it so much more. And things like that also help really build up the fandom because you nerd out about all those little details. They immerse you in the world and the culture. I mean, think about, like, Harry Potter does something that very few things are, like, um, that are able to do, which is, like, getting this thing where you feel like you belong. Everyone wants their own Harry Potter house, you know, which team are you on and all this kind of stuff. You've got red on, I've got blue on. Yeah, we did good. Just, yeah. We did. I don't good. have any. Oh, I have yellow on my notebook, so I'm good. I'm just gonna hold that up <laughs> in front of you the whole to- uh, for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yellow people. Yeah. So Harry Potter does a great job with that, and then obviously about the third movie, yep. things get real. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? <laughs> Most people, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. I really like the fourth one. It I used, know people hate because it used to be the fourth one. I think. As of What's the later, it's one? been the third one. It's a Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire is my favorite, I actually. I felt like it was a very Hunger Games-esque sort of... Like, it was a, the tournament. I that, really appreciated that. That, and I love the Voldemort reveal at the end. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa! Yep. It felt like <laughs> stuff was really going down in that one. Yeah, you killed the vampire bad. guy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I, I saw Twilight before I saw the Harry Potter movies. I did, too. You saw Twilight? I did. Okay, my sister. Okay, yeah. No, for the record, I've never have, seen Twilight. I've seen either. bits and pieces of it. My sister and her friend wanted to watch the movies, see what they were about. So I was like, okay, I yeah, guess I'll yeah. watch. No, two. that's just what they told you. They're yes. girls. They wanted to watch the movies. Dude, they're not like that. They're better. That's than what that. you say. But they watched them. They're and better they, and they than wrote that. You into it. Don't try and tarnish my 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 sister. I'm not. I, I love your family. On you. I love, uh, Alex just has a wonderful family. Yeah. <laughs> Even though his sister teases me and but, incessantly when we were younger. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched the first two uh, Twilight movies and then I went and saw Harry Potter because my parents didn't want me to watch Harry Potter. My they, parents also did not want whole, me to watch Harry Potter. It was the magic sort of yep. thing. That's um, why I was a late so, But once. <laughs> This is my version of rebelling. Once I turned 18, I was like, all right, I'm going to be so different. I'm going to go I'm gonna go over to my neighbor's house, which was Will's house, and I'm going to watch all the Harry Potter movies. I'm going to be so rebellious. I'm going to go over next door. And I'm going to watch, watch I'm gonna like it. Harry Potter with my friends I've known forever. And I, I enjoyed it. And drink water. I can imagine half the people. What? I don't know. I can no. imagine half I ate candy. <laughs> oh, boy. I can, I can imagine. Before dinner? Yeah. <laughs> Jelly beans. I can imagine <laughs> half the people listening just being like face popping, just like, oh man. <laughs> I'm an adult, yo, so I'm gonna go watch Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that's also um, under- time. Uh, underrated about Harry Potter, as far as how they build the movie and its plot and everything, is that within the first five minutes, you have the main character, reason to care for him, and main villain, and the whole mystery behind everything with that. So Did they have the they, main villain in the first five minutes? Yeah, they, they you at sh- least know about him. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they set that all up very early in the first movie. They make it very clear: here's your main character, here's why you should care about him, and here's the objective. Just for a minute, have you considered, like, hmm, Harry Potter to me seems to be like the last big 
franchise that's has that many movies in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Can I'm you, sure can there's you more think out of there. A, can you think of a movie franchise that yeah. is newer than Harry Potter that has seven movies and they were all planned? Mar- does Marvel count? Not really. No, Marvel doesn't count. Okay. It's because I'm talking like franchises. They've had, they've had other, tra- uh, other teen movie franchises, but they haven't really worked out because there was the D- Divergent series. Yeah. And I think that just petered out. They had three Same movies, the, and then the they're, Maze they're, Runner. And, mm-hmm. No, the Maze Runner is actually going to finish, but oh. they have changed it so much that it's not anything like the original. I books. never. I don't read books. So. I did read the books, and <laughs> the first one, the first movie was pretty good. The second one, I didn't even watch it because it seemed like they were just changing it so much. And then I watched the trailer for the third uh, Maze Runner movie, mm. which is coming out next year. And it looked like a heist movie, which mm. is not what the book was at all. But but, but yeah. Harry Potter though, um, Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, those, so the, uh, they do some amazing things in Harry Potter, like just along the lines of movies in general. Um, also, um, Harry Potter the movies is, in my opinion, one of the best movie adaptations of books. Does a fantastic job. Yes, of course. The books have more details. You learn a little bit more inside the head. But that's every single book. And you realize that movies can't do that. And movies have different limitations, especially Mm -hmm. with time. You have to give Harry Potter credit for what they were able to accomplish with eight movies. Um, Yeah. um, Well, that's that's interesting that you bring that up. Because originally, I... I actually watched the movies before I read the books. I know a lot of people are just going to go like, what? I but still haven't read the books. I did it simultaneously, the is, actually. The no. thing is, is that I wanted to be able to appreciate the movies. So I watched the movies, and I was like, oh, those are really good. And then I got to go to the books and be like, oh, my goodness, there's so much more yeah, that I exactly. get to enjoy. So you didn't feel As disappointed a, by the movies. Yeah, I didn't have to be like, oh, the books are great. Oh, they got all the stuff wrong in the movies. Mm. Um, but no, I was able to enjoy all all of it. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but well, yeah, so... Obviously, um, not totally new. Last year, uh, Fantastic Beasts came out. Yeah, how'd you feel about that? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. I watched uh, it. <laughs> I, I wanted to set the premise of the things that I think may make Harry Potter great and that we will love about it, which is a lot of it. Um, Fantastic but, Beasts is a pr- completely new premise, isn't it? Yeah, no book so that. going into it, it's hard. We haven't had Harry Potter in a long time. We haven't had anything new in Harry Potter in a long time. Um, and It's not even a book It's really exciting because it's weird because unlike Star Wars... Where we're continuing the same story, we're starting from a completely different point. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. Totally series. new characters, um, and not in the, we're in the same universe, but completely different um, space. And yeah, because it's in America. This yeah. Time. Yep. So they do make a lot of homages to Harry Potter, but strangely enough, one thing that they um, that um, I've never said about any other movie is that I feel like they didn't make enough call-outs to its original um, stem. Um, I, I felt like I th- it's probably due to the fact that it's in America and not England, which is weird think, because I we associate so much of Harry Potter with England. They're trying to make a very new like version of the right. magical that, world. I think they're getting there, though, William, because they've already they've, ca- they've cast Dumbledore, so we're going to see Dumbledore. Grindelwald is a huge part of the Harry Potter mythos. Like, huge. Yeah. Like, before Voldemort came on the scene... That was the greatest and evil they had ever talk, experienced. We could talk about we could talk about things that have yet to come, but I'm just talking the movie as it is right now. Yeah. And, yeah. What yeah. Has, yeah. and what we have available to us. Mm-hmm. And I had a harder. Um, this didn't. It's it's not that it was enjoyable. I had a harder time putting this next to the other Harry Potter movies because it almost felt like it was the same but different. 
same. Like I couldn't. Yeah. Figure, it, it was really mind-boggling trying to like when I was done with that movie. I like I wanted to like okay where do you put it with the other Harry Potter movies and I was like I don't know. It's like it felt like trying to compare, um, like putting like the Maze Runner next to Hunger Games. Like they're similar, but they definitely are two different things. And this, mm-hmm. even though it's from the same universe, felt like similar but two different things. Right. You know, um, they seem to have. Like, okay, so with Star Wars, they had a specific place, basically, for Rogue One. I know it's a spinoff, but it's literally between Episode 3 and Episode right. 4. So you know where that goes. But with this one, yes, it's it's not a prequel. It's not... It's, it's kind of a spinoff, prequel, hybrid. I, I, guess it's a, I guess it's a spinoff. We don't have too many spinoff movies. I guess this would be considered, like, a spinoff movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but what's also interesting is that Harry Potter is literally based off of the Harry Potter characters... Uh, like as in like Harry Potter, and then his his friends. So it's very character focused. This one's not very character focused. In fact, I would argue not very focused at all. The- <laughs> it was mostly focused on the world building. Yes. And that well, was well nah. the thing See, is, no. Is- here's the thing. Yes, they did do a lot of fun stuff. And here's yeah. the thing. If you, um, I was a Harry Potter fan. I enjoy this movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just kind of weird. Uh, and I thought it was a good movie. I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I really enjoyed this movie, and I thought it was a great movie. However, putting it next to Harry Potter was just kind of... That's where all the lines become blurred, because I don't know what to do with it. And I'll tell you what. I'll yeah. tell you why. Because with Harry Potter, what I mentioned about the first five minutes and all the stuff that I do, and those things that you don't even think about that much, but they set a very clear, this is what Harry Potter is. This is what we're doing. Strap in. We're going for a yeah. ride. This, we don't have any of that. It's not until the second half of the movie where we actually get a clear cut of why we are watching this movie in the first place. Besides only... watching it because of Harry Potter. Right. And see, that's the thing, is that if you weren't a fan of Harry Potter and you were watching Fantastic Beasts <laughs> as your first Harry Potter movie, which I don't know uh, how that'd be possible. Don't do don't that. Do that. There, yeah. there is people out there that I'm sure that is, but I guarantee you the first half of the movie would bore them because the only reason why that didn't really affect us is because we were too busy looking at all the things Harry Potter related and being all excited about all these new characters and all the things Harry Potter. And by the time we start to think, wait, where's this movie going? That's when everything kicked in. It didn't have a clear focus. Um, No, not at all. The way way they're connected, though, right, is because um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is a textbook. That Harry Potter had to read for school. But that was it. Isn't that how it's connected? A lot of times, spinoffs will have characters from the movies to be in that thing so that you know, like, okay, so there's this character and it's yeah, bringing this up was, this. This was something but, that was only yeah, vaguely the mentioned. Only, the only characters are Newt Scamander and all we hear about, like, we just hear about him in the books and in the movies. Mm-hmm. The only character that we've even seen a glimpse of, uh, a glimpse of is Grindelwald. And that's only in a flashback, basically. Yeah. Other than that, it's... It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's any. Clear... Well, and you see him at the end because you know Johnny Depp. Yeah, and also at the beginning, but mm-hmm. technically you see him throughout. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, it didn't seem like they had a very clear idea of where they were going. In the you're story. you're right though. Off of what off of what we have to work with, it's weird. But I'm super excited for where it's going. Because yeah, I'm, I'm because sure I'm excited can, to see Young Dumbledore. It, and it can definitely redeem itself as a series, but as a movie, it definitely lacked a lot, um, and is only 
um, doing okay because of the massive amount of in- infrastructure that's already built around yeah, that's it. The... If Fantastic Beasts was a standalone movie and Harry Potter did not exist, that would be a very... Uh, I I'd imagine... Have, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. That, would have gone under, that, that case, movie would have really. gone under the radar. I don't think yeah. you would have gone to see it, honestly, that's because... The, that's the problem with spin-off movies is that they are exactly that they're spin-off they're movies they, on. you right. they hit they are basically the only reason that they are there are because of the originals and you most of the people but will Rogue only go one see though a little bit like that though like you do would you yes it's entertaining but it it, ha- it hinges a lot on you having seen the other movies without that you yeah. don't really know. I I, although, I think that regardless, Rogue One can be your first it, Star Wars movie. It does a lot better. That, that can be the it, first Star Wars movie you watch. It does a lot better than Fantastic Beasts because there's clear motive and there's characters that they show you. You understand what they're going through and you understand where they're going and what they have to do. Fantastic Beasts, it doesn't. It feels like it's a playful movie up until a certain point and then it's like, okay, Here's you got to deal plot. with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, stakes are very high in that movie either. <laughs> and... There's, was there's they like were a guy trying, who's having a were, tantrum? They were too busy keeping everything mysterious, but the problem was everything mysterious was about the main characters, so it kind of made you hard to get really attached mm-hmm. to them. Like I really wanted to like Newt, and I think it's a really cool character, but as far as like sentimental-wise, I don't really care about him a whole lot. Very quiet yeah. character. Like, I'm glad, like, oh, he has a cool mission. That's cool. I'm glad he's doing all right with his stuff. <laughs> yeah, but with Harry Stuff Potter, you I care where he was coming from. I care about Newt just as much as I did Neville before the last movie. Yeah, uh, that's no, I really like that's, Neville. No, no, no. Before the I last might, movie, I might no, do no, a no, Neville. No. I might do a Neville good. cosplay. No, <laughs> no, he just Neville said. was okay during the first few movies, but he got so much better in what was the it, almost Order, hero, Order of the Phoenix. Like you understood where he was coming from, and it was fantastic. So it wasn't just the last movie that made Neville so great. What is well, that, no, what I, is that about that he could have been the hero? What's all that about? He was born. Oh, so, so the prophecy was about. Um, like a child that was born around a certain time of year and their parents were going to get killed off and they would be an orphan or something like that. And they'd be oh, very he powerful. fit all the criteria. Yeah, he fit the criteria, basically. Oh, okay. It's not, I don't think that there's any, um, I don't think that that's correct at all. But still, Neville is still a great character and I don't mm-hmm. think that he was just fantastic in the last movie. I think that he... He was a he was a great back like a he Alex, was an underdog. Uh, Alex relates to the underdog. I like Neville Longbottom. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> Neville Longbottom. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird when you say it like that. <laughs> I I just think that regardless spin-off or sequential movie, every movie should be good as a standalone movie. Um, you should be able to watch it on its own. Obviously, there's going to be parts that you don't enjoy as much, but every movie should be enjoyable to anyone on its own. We'd have so many less movies if if people were just making good movies. And, <laughs> yeah. and Think of all the Disney sequels that we wouldn't have. Yep, like all the Cars sequels. <laughs> all the Cars sequels that we didn't ask for, a.k.a. Yep. all of them. I've Maybe only still only or, seen the first one. No, good no. for you. I'm, I'm sorry, I like you, Ellen, but no one else was asking for Finding Dory. No, not really. Yeah, no. We've all been asking for Incredibles 2. And where's that, huh? I don't think it's coming out until next year. <sighs> next year? Yeah. Uh-huh, next year. I'm I'm like... Oh. We're so close, though. I know. I was a wee child when the first one came out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Harry Potter, one of my favorite series. 
Um, I definitely will still watch everything that comes out from Harry Potter in the theaters. Yeah, because um, we have to, right? I'll go. I'll go. They've got it. us hooked on all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they would have to do some serious messing up for me not want to see their Marvel, movies. Harry Potter, Star Wars, DC. They've got us hooked. Um, um, we're screwed. All our money's gone. <laughs> the we got nothing right, left. Go. Shut, Shut up and take, take my, my money. money. <laughs> 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 and I want to see this stuff succeed, but honestly, I feel like... Harry Potter was it's kind of hard because Harry Potter is just such a massive hit right now it's Franchise. kind of hard to break it down to what makes Harry Potter successful and I think that part of that is all that it did to set up every Harry Potter did so much to set it up in the first movie for all of the success giving you that clear vision um, the clear good guys and bad guys um, and motives and then expanding upon that, other theories upon their motives on top, stuff like that. But you knew where the series were going. You um, you were along with the main characters on their mission for doing this. Obviously, you're allowed to have tons of tangents on the way there. But having that one thing that's keeping you in the long haul is very important. And that can be a span of eight movies. Or that can be a span of just one movie. And when you have a movie like Fantastic Beasts who failed to set, set everything up, it it makes it makes me sad because I, I, I feel like they were lazy with it, you know? Um, uh, coming from such a, like, um, just a masterfully created series, you know, mm -hmm. um, probably mostly due to J.K. Rowling, honestly, and not the people who made the movies, but J.K. Rowling also wrote Fantastic Beasts, so I don't know where the disconnect actually is if it's just... Fantastic Beasts as a source material isn't as good as Harry Potter series. I think that might or, be what it is. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. I Here's, think Fantastic Beasts is a little bit harder to work with than the series, but at the same time, I feel like uh, the movie adapt adaptation could have been formatted a lot. We don't have a, we don't have a strong connection to the school anymore. Yeah, here's the, yeah, here's the thing, is that one of the strongest parts of Harry Potter is the characters. Like you, They, they set yes. up all the characters, and as kids, if you're watching the movies, you relate to the characters like, oh, I want to be like this one or I'm like this mm. one. Um, and you get to grow with those characters. Like, you have such a strong connection to them. But with Fantastic Beasts, you don't have it with any of them. No. You, there's, there's none of them. Like, some of them are interesting. Yeah. But that's and pretty much what? what? My favorite character, spoilers. Was, the muggle. Was it the Muggle? Yes. I yeah. like the Muggle. And, and you're not going to see him, like... I, I, I don't remember his name. I think so. You're not oh, he's awesome, actually. The chubby yeah. guy. Yeah, and, and you're not, he's not going to be in the next things because stuff them happened are, at the end. And sadness. <laughs> that was the one you part. You don't think they won't involve, involve him again? Rope him in again? They could. <laughs> For what? Could, I don't know. Yeah, I'm but be they on, might I not. I don't yeah. know the source I material. I forgot, I remember. I don't know the source material. Yeah. I don't I hope there's not really any source material. I hope they involve the American schools, though. That'd be cool. I'm a what Wampus. Is the name? I'm a Wampus. What is the name of the yeah. American school? Um, I don't know, but yeah, I, everybody can Google it. That's, that's I don't know if yeah they 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 should go on the American schools, kind of take some of what made Harry Potter great and kind of use that to boost them into doing something different, yeah. kind of like they, what they did with um, the Star Wars Seven movie, where they took a lot of the original formula from mm -hmm. Star Wars say, and they used that used that to kind of Force Awakens is basically copy paste episode four. Didn't and, need another Death Star. But it's awesome. But it's awesome. Another yes. Death Planet. Yeah, just because <laughs> just because it's very similar and it has a lot of parallels to the fourth movie. Does it make it any less? No, awesome. it was still awesome. They yeah. still set still up. Good, I know we keep coming back to Star Wars, but they still they set up new characters that you 
gotten bested in, yeah. and it also brought Absolutely. back the old characters. So they were there. It was a handing of the torch, basically. Yeah. There's no handing of the torch with Fantastic Beasts and Harry no. Potter. Yeah, There's no, nothing like point. that. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, it's All it's right. a bummer. We'll still go see it, though. I still Absolutely. have only seen Fantastic Beasts once, and that was in theaters. So I, I kind of want to see it again now. I think it being the season for Harry Potter, I'll definitely probably watch oh, yeah. it again sometime. I know my family has it on DVD. I've got them. two of the movies on DVD. Mm -hmm. um, but you and I are going to be, uh, me and Wes here are probably going to be watching a lot of 80s movies during the month of We've November. We've decided that November is going to be 80s movies month. <laughs> yeah. Goonies. Is Goonies an 80s movie? No, it's a 90s movie. There's no way that's an 80s movie. No, it's a... Hold on. Hold on. I think it might just be an a, 80s movie. Just a second. We've got smartphones. I don't. No, I feel like it is because Sean. 1985. Oh, we're watching shoot. the Goonies. Ah, shoot. Well, <laughs> I feel to be fair, now. Sean Astin was in the Lord of the Rings movies, and he was like mid to late 20s when that started filming, and that was like the late 90s. So there was no way that he was going to be. Yeah, yeah. he's a kid in the Goonies. Uh, using that new information, I should have made an educated guess that it was the 80s. Yeah, should have. But yeah, maybe Still. we'll maybe we'll talk about next. Uh, when you, blah, blah, blah. Maybe when you see the movie, you'll give us a little tidbit of your thoughts about the Goonies yeah. from a totally different perspective. And that there you have it. That that's been uh, that's been us. That's been us. We've so been, is that, we've, so been is in, that it? we've been inconceivable. We are inconceivable. And we will see you next time on the next one. We don't have a good outro. We need an outro. And we will see you on the flip side. On the, on the, and we'll on the see you in the upside down. down. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully not because of that. that. <laughs> Inconceivable. 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 The time for defense organizations to harness the power of the cloud is now. Discover how you can leverage cloud solutions to advance your mission at Part 3 of GDIT Emerge 2021. Tune in virtually on June 23rd to explore how cloud enables mission partners to modernize IT platforms and integrate new technologies anytime, anywhere. Hear from top leaders in government and industry to learn how the cloud is evolving the way the DoD defends assets, supports the warfighter, and gains tactical advantages. Register today at GDIT.com emerge. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.